The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. We step into agribusiness innovations with Jody White. Good morning to you, Jody. Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another installment of Agribusiness Innovation. We're live on Freedom 106.5 FM. Today, we have a lovely show as our guests from Namdevco are here to speak with us. Now, I thought it necessary to bring Namdevco onto the show because a lot of people aren't aware of exactly what Namdevco's role is in the local agri space. So today, we have a lovely team from the company here. They're going to run through exactly what Namdevco is, some of the projects that they have been involved in, and some of the things that they will get involved in in the future. So Namdevco, thank you guys for being here with us. Good morning. Good morning to all listeners on behalf of the team here at Namdevco. It's a pleasure to be here and we wish you all season's greetings from Namdevco. Thank you. So my first question is what exactly is Namdevco? So Namdevco is an acronym that means National Agricultural Marketing and Development Corporation. We are the marketing and development arm for everything food in Trinidad and Tobago. We were created out of an act of parliament so if you want to understand the entire length and breadth of what we do, I direct you to just Google or go to any website that takes you to Act 16 of 1991. And there you can see our full mandate. But primarily, our role is to create, to facilitate, and maintain an environment conducive to the efficient marketing of agricultural produce and food products through the provision of marketing services and the stimulation of business investment in the agro-industrial sector of Trinidad and Tobago. So that's all inclusive. It, it includes fresh produce, livestock, everything and anything that has to do with food, our sole responsibility is marketing and development of the sector with that. Historically, we have focused a lot on fruits and vegetables. We have also touched a bit on fish because we also operate two of the largest wholesale fish trading facilities in Trinidad. And we have quite recently been working aggressively on supporting the development and the strengthening of the food value chain in Trinidad. And one of our latest accomplishments is the establishment of a standard for good agricultural practices, which is currently in the implementation phase. And what this means to consumers, to consumers, it means that once you see that stamp of approval that says good agricultural practices certified or GAP certified, and there will be a particular certification number associated with each farm. It gives you the information that the products, the practices of this farm are certifiable for food safety. So primarily the GAP certification program is a program that certifies 
food safety from the farm as the food moves from the farm to the other characters and the value chain, whether it's the market, the supermarket, agro-processors, export, it puts that stamp of approval that the food that is moving through the value chain is safe for consumption. But that's not all that we have achieved. We are now the operators of the Carinage Fish Facility, the Carinage Fish Fry Facility. Quite recently, as recent as three weeks ago, we launched the Woodford Lodge Wholesale Market. And this is an open invitation to all vendors to please register and come and visit and be a part of the Woodford Lodge Wholesale Market. That's open every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. We welcome registration. We have a wealth of space. And coming this Saturday, we will also be establishing our first food court, food court at the Woodford Lodge facility. And so we're also inviting vendors, chefs, menu enthusiasts, consumers to come and participate in our Namdevco food court at the Woodford Lodge facility. So Jody, if you ask, these are some of the immediate wins that we would have experienced quite recently. And there are lots more that we can talk about, but I'll turn it back over to you so that we can take this conversation forward. So I want to ask a few questions that I get asked very regularly so we can offer our listeners some further clarification and understanding. If I am a farmer, does Namdevco buy crops from me? No. Namdevco is not into the business of buying and selling. When I read the act for you, for our listeners just now, it says our primary mandate is to facilitate. And so we facilitate trade by linking buyers with sellers. There would have been an opportunity in the past when Namdevco was mandated to purchase, and this was during the pandemic. We understand that it was a period of very crucial intervention where the state and the government of Trinidad and Tobago would have made every measure possible to ensure food security was available to all. And it was under those circumstances only that Namdefu was engaged in actual purchasing from farmers. Um, to date, the, that program ended. And so I go back to saying that our primary role is facilitating linkages of markets. And if you think about the value chain, and we just spoke about the GAP certification program and the farm, Namdefu monitors just about 3,800 farms in this country. And so the farmers who volunteer to be on our monitoring program, they are linked to buyers, of course, based on their requests. Some farmers have their own market linkages already. Some are looking for more. Some are looking for alternative market linkages because some may have fell off. Our primary role in that aspect is to facilitate whether you need to bring your product into a value-added form, which is where we have the packing house services, 
we can bring your raw materials into another home, whether it's minimally processed or further processed to meet your market demands. Our packing house facility at Piapo can facilitate that. Or whether you just want a link to an additional market, whether it's a farmer's market, a wholesale market, a retail market, a supermarket, a hotel, a restaurant chain, a regional market, even an international market, we are able to facilitate linkages direct from the farm to the second player in the value chain or even the last player in the value chain under the circumstances requested by the stakeholder. Now to further that, I, I want to explain to the listeners how I, one of the ways that I would have used Namdevco's services over the last few years. I am an agro-processor, as most of you know, and I require cassava and I require sweet potatoes. So what I would do is I would usually contact uh, someone from the, the marketing arm or the research division of Namdevco and I would say, listen, uh, I am looking for this much of my raw material with this specification in this time frame. And Namdevco would then look at their uh, resources and see those who they work with that would possibly have raw materials that they could link me with. And they would provide me a list of potential contacts that I can and then try to have private negotiations from there. So they would say, listen, these 50 farmers have crops and we've been working with them and you can reach out to them and all vice versa, they may do the opposite for me. So that's one of the ways that I would have um, used Namdevco in the past to help source raw materials. Um, extending from that, you would have said that you deal with lots of raw materials. Is it all fruits and vegetables we can possibly approach Namdevco with in whatever sort of marketing service that we may need? Yes, all fruits and vegetables. You may ask about cocoa. Yeah, all local. You may ask about cocoa. You may ask about honey as specialty commodities. You may ask about rice as well. Where we are unable to, because some of these commodities have special associations that deal with their value chain development we also foster linkages with these special agencies who were set up and developed to support the development of the value chain of these particular commodities. So like we work closely with CC, CDCTT, which is the Cocoa Development Company of Trinidad and Tobago. We work closely with the Apiaries Division and the Honey Beekeepers Association of Trinidad and Tobago. Um, the rice project that was recently launched and is very successful out of the Ministry of Agriculture. We're also working in collaboration with those farmers and providing the necessary opportunities for them. But Jody, I also want to let our listeners know about some of the exciting things that we are doing, and especially to engage our young techie stakeholders um, who are very much um, in love with technology at their fingertips. And I'm going to ask Mr. Ragbeer, who is our IT manager, 
to let our listeners know exactly how much ICTs so or information communication technologies we are building into every aspect of the food value chain, starting from the farm. Uh, good morning, uh, listeners, and thank you for the opportunity to see you. All right, with respect to technology in agriculture at NAMDEFCO, uh, we have taken the value chain approach in implementing technology. Uh, the CEO spoke about yeah. uh, in, uh, the farm, from the farm to basically the consumer. So let me just start with the farm and the introduction of technology that allows our field officers to collect data out in the farm real time. So we collect the information from farmers in terms of what they have, um, the commodity, the variety, when the commodities would be available, and, uh, and how much would be available in what time frame. That is all built into a database that allows the corporation to answer the question that was posed by uh, the, your host with respect to where can we source our produce from. So that is one aspect of technology introduced within the corporation from the production side. We spoke about the, the, the packing house as well. And one of the key aspects in, in food security is the, the ability to trace produce from the farm uh, to the table. And at the packing house, we have built a full traceability system that allows the goods that when it comes out from the farm into the packing house, we can actually look at the, the produce move through the, the value chain and the data is recorded all again using tablet technology and databases that allows us to know exactly where the item came from, which batch, which lot, and who it is going to at the end of the day. And we also record information based on the type of storage mechanism that is used and how long it has been in the chiller, et cetera. So we try to preserve the quality of the item uh, as it enters the corporation. So that's on the parking house side. Also, we are the marketing arm uh, of the, the Ministry of Agriculture. And one of the key uh, roles that we play is in terms of price distribution so that farmers know uh, what prices are available for commodities that are traded at the various markets. So it puts them in a position to be able to better negotiate price for themselves with the different buyers that enters the market. Again, that is built on, uh, on Android technology where our, where our price collectors collect all the data from the supermarkets, from the, the wholesale markets, retail markets, even our fish markets as well, that allows us to distribute those prices in fairly real time. Uh, we pick up those prices at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning and by 8 a.m. Uh, you have all the prices distributed to the different stakeholders throughout the country. Uh, that's another aspect uh, that we have. One of the last things that I want to talk about, and we talk about marketing, and what this is a project that that is being developed right now, is the building of a full e-commerce platform for the trading of fresh produce um, from all the farms that are certified or monitored by NAMDEFCO. That allows us to be able to give the farmers an additional avenue to allow their produce to be sold and to a larger audience. And we are looking to take it throughout the full e-commerce chain, meaning that you are being, you can be able to process your payment online and also have the item delivered to your doorstep. The, so that project is supposed to be completed by the end of April um, next year. And we look forward to, 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 to that conclusion of that project. And that is in collaboration with United Nations Capital Development Fund. Uh, who are helping us to get this whole project uh, going and completed. And it'll be a welcome addition to the marketing avenues for NAMDEFCO. And the last thing I want to talk about, I'm sorry, 
But I would like to talk about the online farmers market that is at the Queen's Park Savannah. That entire market allows consumers now to shop from the comfort of their homes. And that, that market gives a number of benefits to a lot of people, but those who are unable to access foods or who just needs to be able to purchase and don't really want to come out and have the, the experience and the hassle, that market is fully online as well. Another, uh, uh, sorry again, another, another system that we want to talk about is our prepaid management system that exists at the different wholesale markets. The corporation has moved away from writing receipts and paper-based um, technology. And again, that entire technology is online that allows our, our vendors to be able to pay for their, their, their stalls up to a period of three months in advance. And again, all of this allows us to better and more efficiently manage the operations of the organization. And we're also looking forward to bringing the, the farmer's market payment system um, and, um, using cashless technology as well. So it gives them the, the ability to use a wallet to be able to pay uh, for their spots at the different farmer's market. Thank you all very much. Thank you. So, I mean, one of the, one of the, um questions that people might ask is and you just touched on it regarding the wholesale prices of commodities does namdevco set the prices of commodities no namdevco doesn't set the prices of the commodities we actually collect the prices that are being sold in the market directly from the vendors so is it and that you you have somebody that goes out into the markets and monitors and then relays back the information for you to report? Yes, so we have a team of research assistants who are attached to the markets. They will go out from 2 a.m. and collect the price and volume data at the markets. Um, they have a PDA system and we, they will upload it online automatically, right? And the, the report is generated and is distributed daily. So this data is available every more or less every single day? Yes. yes, every single day, the modal price. So the modal price is the most frequent price at the market. So this is what we will disseminate. So if I have to flip this in another way, if I would like to get into the field of agriculture and I am trying to determine, you know, if something is profitable to me, can I then access historical information of market prices to help guide me in my decision of what to plant? Yes, you can actually access the historical information on namestt.com for up to about 15 years. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, if I, again, I'm young or I have idle land and yes, the data is there but I still not too sure what to plant because I get that all the time. I'm going into agriculture, you know, but I know what to plant. Is there a way I could contact Namdevco and possibly Namdevco could help me give, give me an idea of what the market might potentially be looking for if there's a shortage of something I should look at? Definitely. Um coming out of the quality assurance department, we, we support farmers, farmers enthusiasts, and those who looking at crop projections in guiding them 
what to and even how how to propagate the the commodity they're interested in in growing yeah so here's what i want to jump into a quick commercial break and when we get back i want to touch a little bit more about some of the facilities that you have including the markets and the packing house facilities that exist so we're going to go to a quick commercial break and we'll be back shortly <music> Welcome back to Nadad and Tobago. And now we go back to Agribusiness Innovations with Jody White. So I've used the, the packing house facilities quite a lot over the last few years, right? And I used it for primary processing of some of the produce that I had, meaning that farmers would meet me at the packing house, do a delivery there, and they would help me to pre-prep the items for further processing by me. Um, so for our listeners who aren't aware of what exactly the packing house is and the services that are provided there, could you please help them to get a bit more information on that? Hi, Jody. Um, before we respond to that packing house question, I just want to finish, build out my response to the question on if someone wants to find out what to plant or what to propagate. We also do projections in terms of what's coming onto market here at NABDEFCO. We gather that data and we, we, we project what's coming online in three months' time. So it gives a guide as to how many pounds of whatever produce we're monitoring is coming online. And that could drive the, the decision on what to propagate as, as well. We also do uh, market research in terms of what, 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 what suppliers are requesting. So we, we have a fair idea of what is in demand and what is not being supplied, which can also guide um, farmers and persons who want to get into full-scale agriculture. Uh, so those were the few points I just wanted to add to my last contribution, and we will go to the packing house response now. Hi, good morning, Jody. Good morning, listeners. This is Raisa Sahibin, the manager of the Piafo Packing House. So you would have mentioned in the past, you utilize the packing house for primary processing. And for those of you all out there who don't know, the Piafo Packing House is located at the Kearney North Bank Road. And the reason for this is that we are <clears throat> strategically located close to the airport to facilitate exports. We are a US FDA registered facility but we are also public certified. We have on-site produce inspectors and produce handlers who are all trained in food safety and good manufacturing practices. And what this does, it allows us to facilitate agro-processing and agro-processors and farmers. So I'll take you through the process, Judy. As our CEO would have mentioned, we have a quality assurance department that monitors over 3,800 farmers. And we encourage our agro-processors to utilize these farmers so they will link with them, procure the produce from them, and bring it to the packing house where we can offer that primary processing and that minimally process, processing as well. Now, when the produce arrives at the packing house, we do an inspection, an inspection to meet the quality requirements. Therefore, the reason I'm stressing on this is that it means to say you cannot just bring 
any type of produce. We want to ensure from farm to table that what reach, is, reaches the consumer is safe and shelf-stable quality food. So we will do an inspection and providing more than 10% is acceptable, sorry, 90% is acceptable of the fresh produce. We will then accept the produce for processing. This doesn't mean that it is the end all and be all for the farmer. What we do is that we would reach out to our quality assurance department if there is an issue and help that farmer to find another market for that fresh produce. After the receival of the fresh produce, what we do, we go through processing and we will sort, wash, sanitize, weigh, package. We also offer dehydration services. We have a centrifuge dryer, as well as we also offer vacuum sealing. And we also have a helical washer, where we, which allows us to wash um, large quantities of leafy greens and vegetables, right? So apart from processing, Judy, we also offer storage, temporary storage. We have four chillers with the capacity to store 60 tons of fresh produce. We also have a blast freezer and a holding freezer, which allows us to store 30 tons of um, local commodities, frozen local commodities, such as your cassava logs and your sweet potato cubes. And additionally, we also offer delivery services. We have refrigerated treats on trucks, whereby we can deliver your end product to the supermarkets and to, to the consumers. So and the packing house we... then, Sorry? The, the packing house then, um, you have a lot of processing capabilities that are there. What if someone wants to say produce cassava logs, I just seen, mm -hmm. but they don't know how to make it. I'm a farmer or maybe I'm a potential processor and I would like them to to do it to me, but I don't know like the process of making it. Can someone approach them and say, I want to do this. Could you help me come up with how to do it? Absolutely. So we do offer free technical advice as well as product development, research and development. You can reach out to the packing house at 669-7093 or 669-7092. And you can engage myself or our food technologist. We will set up a meeting with you and we will go through the entire process with you. Additionally, apart from the primary process, now I'd just like to add if you want to make a minimally processed product, such as let's say pepper sauce or jam, we also have a food technology lab and a food technologist on site that can help you do the product development and develop the recipe for that product. We can also guide you on the labeling requirements, how to get your food badge, your public health certificate, as well as your certificate of free sale. So you can offer that product for sale at the local supermarkets, ensuring you meet all quality standards. What if I'm a mango farmer and I made my calls abroad and in my calls abroad, I got a customer who says, listen, I want a container load of mangoes and I know that I could produce it. Can I pick my mangoes, bring it to Namdevco for prepping and packing into boxes or crates, fresh mangoes, to then help me load onto a container and then get it across to the US? Yes, we can certainly assist you with that. And um, I just want to add 
depending on the commodity, we will take certain things into considerations. For example, some commodities we do not process based on the pests that are present in them. So for example, mango, you said mangoes, right? And being a US FDA registered facility, I'm not sure if you know, but there's a mango seed weevil, and there's no way to tell that the mango seed weevil is present within the seed from externally looking at the mango. So to not encourage cross-contamination in the packing house, we do not encourage the exportation of mangoes. However, let's say you have hot peppers, pimentos, or dashing leaves. We would, the farmer, we would engage the QA department, the quality assurance department, to monitor the farm, ensure that it meets all quality standards, good agricultural practices. And then the farmer can bring the hot peppers, dashing leaves, or pimentos to the packing house and we would sort, process, and package for export. And we also offer the delivery to the um, airport as well for that export. Um, how many packing houses do you have right now and are there plans to expand them? Presently, we only have one packing house located at Piaco. And it's, that's the only operational packing house. I can't say at this time if there's any plans for um, any pack, further packing houses in the future. You know, utilization by the public. Do you find that you, you, the public is utilizing the services at the packing house as much, or do you think there's a lot more room for people to come in and utilize more of the services? A lot of persons are utilizing the packing house. We have involved, been involved in the Agro Expo last year. And we've also been involved in the UE AgriTech Expo this year. And through these expos and our stakeholder engagements, which we will later speak about, we would have advertised our services to the public. So we do have a lot of persons utilizing the packing house, but we encourage our listeners and persons out there who are looking for a facility to get involved in agro-processing to reach out to us. Okay. So we then have the marketing arm, we then have the packing house. Tell me a little bit more about this Woodford Lodge facility that was recently opened. So just to let you and our listeners know as well that while persons use the packing house, sometimes and in most instances, the packing house is a stepping stone to establishing their business, to understanding processes, to understanding food safety guidance issues and operating your own facility. So what we have is a graduation program at the packing house. Persons would come, they would utilize the packing house, understand what needs to be done, understand in terms of monitoring, verification, testing, what is required to graduate and move out on your own so we also have this type of client they would come use the packing house a particular period of time and then they graduate because they they are able to be strong enough to operate their businesses on their own and then we of course continue to provide the necessary technical support based on their requests and their demands so a lot of products that you see on the shelves in the supermarkets today they would have been um nurtured at the packing house and you know they graduated and they're on their own now. Great. So, so the the Wolford Lodge facility that was recently opened. Yeah. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about it? Good. So Wolford Lodge 
what for lunch it's a wholesale market establishment um the trading operation is designed for wholesale opportunities wholesale traders and this market is not only for local produce vendors it's open to all so buyers can come to the Woodford Lodge facility from 4 p.m. every Saturday and they can experience a wide assortment of wholesale volumes of local and imported fruits, vegetables. That's what they can expect. And of course, a clean, safe, comfortable environment, well lit and friendly staff. I must mention that as well. All right, so it's Christmas season. I'm looking for sorrel because I'm making sorrel poncha creme. Is Woodford Lodge a good place for me to start to come down and try to find wholesalers of sorrel? It's a good place to start if you're in, in, in the Shagonas and Environs area. But we want to remind everybody that our marketing department has a hotline. It's our buyers and sellers desk forum. And you are free to pick up your phone, contact the buyers and sellers forum and say, look, I am in the Siparia area and I would like to get sorrel as fresh as possible. I want to get a hundred thousand pounds because I have to process and it's easier for me to process when the product is as fresh as possible because the calices are firm and uh, there's very little um, challenges that I have to deal with. We can start from there and link you directly to our farmer in your area. Or if we say, um, yes, your best bet to get fresh soil right now is at the wholesale market that's opening in one hour, or the wholesale market in Makoya that's opening Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. Because now Makoya market has Monday to Friday trading from 3 a.m., but there's also a Friday afternoon market from 4 p.m. at Makoya on Friday to the best possible area where you can get the commodity of choice. And it, it, it could be sorrel, it could be pastel leaves, it could be anything. We are able to establish that linkage for you based on your demands. Now, I want to pose a broad question, and the broad question is this. What do you think is needed to help grow the agricultural sector even more? Is it that we should simply try to find more farmers? Or do you think it's people need to actively look for more local produce? What are some of the things that you think would help the sector now? Quite. Um, about a year now, Namdefco launched a total local campaign. Eat what you grow, grow what you eat. And it is out of this campaign that we are seeing more and more persons visiting our farmers markets, more and more persons are becoming more and more um, demand. They, they, the persons are demanding more and more local produce. Um, we are seeing more creative menu applications in homes, at special events, using local commodities. So. We have started, we've initiated that drive towards 
increase in local consumption, which has a direct impact on increase in local production. Of course, your export regional and international market opportunities are also there. Um, Namdefco is also collaborating with AICA, Kariri, Export Titi, where we are actually working with SMEs to develop their export potential. We are, it's a, it's a hand-holding program where we're holding the hands of several SMEs and taking them to export and international markets. Of course, ensuring that they've met all of the criteria to enter and to say, stay sustainably in those markets. So the, the primarily what is needed to take this sector forward is that demand on our primary production base to increase production, to increase the amount of marketing opportunities, and also to increase the value-added opportunities. We want to be able to see a lot more local value-added products on our supermarket shelves and our places of interest where we shop. If you would, um, anyone who would visit our farmer's markets would recognize the wide range of gourmet value-added items at our farmer's markets. Very adapt and suitable for supermarket shelves. And we want to increase the production of these commodities. We want to increase the demand of it. So that also has a direct impact on the policy 25 by 25, where the CARICOM countries were mandated out of the Guyana um, president initiative to reduce our imports by 25 percent by 2025 and it, it it is a reality it can be a reality and we're working towards it we're supporting that initiative by getting persons to understand the health benefits the important um price benefits of eating more local food and demanding more local food wonderful so we're going to drop into a quick commercial break and then we should have just about 10 more minutes as we wrap up today's edition of the show. You're tuned into the all-new Freedom 106.5. 106.5. And we head back to Agribusiness Innovations with Jody White. One of the questions I want to ask is the farmer's markets, what exactly are they and how do they differ from the other markets? Hi, morning all. My name is Reggie Durgasing. I'm the manager of the Farmers Market Unit at Namdepco. Currently, we have nine farmers markets. The farmers market concept is centered around total local and bringing farm-ready products straight from the farmer, straight from the agro-processor, the agro-entrepreneurs, the artisans, direct to the end consumer. These farmers markets allow the opportunity for vendors, farmers, to bring out their fresh produce, which they stand by, which is safe for consumption, and sell directly to the end consumer. In this relationship, we see that the farmer would benefit largely from selling directly to the end consumer, not having the middleman or to sell at the farm gate price, and would earn that extra revenue to put back into research, development, and growth of their garden. And that will tie back into what we do to help the agri-sector. The consumers benefit from fresh produce, access to a, var a variety of 
not just fresh local produce, but also agro-processed items, items of convenience. We have farmers who will process the dashing bush into packaged items, and we call them the Kalalu packs. They can access these items at the Queen's Park Farmer's Market, Shogona's Farmer's Market. You just have to go home, Bursi pack, put it in your pot, and you're ready to cook. You know, so no more scratchy hands from the Kalalu bush. We, we help farmers develop these products. You get everything that you need in these items. During the Christmas season here, we have a lot of artisans who will bring out Christmas-centric items. We have the local wines, we have um, the, the pastels, we have all of these commodities that, that are centered around Christmas at the moment. Um, one, one, of the, one of the things that I would like to, to really say is that right now when you visit the farmer's markets, not only do we have the Christmas activities going on, but we also have these gift items that you can purchase if persons from abroad come across friends, family, and they're visiting. I would really like to encourage you all to bring these persons, let them get a touch and a feel of the, the Trini culture, the true Trini essence of agriculture here, and access these, these commodities on a weekly basis. As I said, we have nine farmers markets currently. I would also like to encourage your listeners to like and follow the NAMDEFCO Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok page where we have the list of these of these markets, the schedule, and all of these things. Um, so you can like and follow that. What I'd like to do at this point in time, because I know we're running out of time as well, is pass you on to the communications manager who will go in depth into the upcoming events and, and all of these things. Good morning, everyone. And thank you so much for having us here today. So it's Christmas time, and I just want to encourage everyone to come down to our NAMDEFCO markets. We have lots of activities happening. I know our CEO would have mentioned the Woodford Lodge facility wholesale market. So we're there every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. You can shop for a wide range of wholesale products. We are also launching our food court at the Woodford Lodge facility this Saturday from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. And we'll also be open on Mondays to Fridays from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. So that's in the Shogunas area. So we're encouraging everyone to come out and have fun with us for the Christmas period. Also, we have opened two new market days at our Southern Wholesale Market. So we are now open on Tuesdays and Saturdays. And this Saturday, we're having a grand Christmas event at our Debian Market. So please come down. We'll start from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Lots of giveaways, lots of music and entertainment. And entry is free. Also, I just want to touch on our Christmas markets at our farmers markets. This Sunday, we'll be at the McCoya Farmers Market in collaboration with TT Sen, and we're having a grand Christmas total, total local market. So please feel free to check us out. We're open from 6 a.m. to 12 noon every Sunday, and entry is free. So that's some of the upcoming events. As well, on Saturday, we're in collaboration with the Ministry of Youth Development and National Service, and we're having a Youth in Agriculture event at our Queen's Park Savannah Farmers Market. So lots of youth in agriculture, as well as our regular farmers market, will be there from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Queen's Park Savannah's Market. So lots of activities this Christmas. Please come down. We're also at Hoover Farmers Market on Christmas Eve, so you can get your last minute Christmas items there. 
lots of Christmas music, giveaways, and everything total local. So continue to go keep visiting our Facebook page, our Instagram, we're on TikTok, and we're on YouTube. And check us out there for all the updates and all our upcoming events. And I'll turn you over to our CEO. So for our listeners, I just want to recap quickly, just because we run out of time. The purpose of bringing Namdevco here, as I would have brought many other agencies over the last few weeks, is to let you understand that there are support services that exist for you based on what stakeholder you are that could help you grow your business and by extension, of course, the country. So whether it is you are a farmer, an agro-processor, a consumer, there are support services that exist that can help benefit you. You just may not know that they exist. So if you want Namdevco to come back on because you have further questions, feel free to reach back out to the Freedom 106.5 FM team via our usual methods, Facebook, email, everything. Call us and let us know. Because again, it's about us providing the connection and getting you the information that you need. So for our team at Namdevco, thank you very much. Do you have any closing words for our listeners? We just want to say thank you so much for having Namdevco on your program. We look forward um, to your continued support. And once again, we're inviting persons to visit our Facebook page, our Instagram to learn more. We have a website, www.namdevco.com. And feel free to contact us at 647-3218. That's 647-3218 for more information on any of our services. Thank you so much again. And we wish everyone a wonderful holiday season from Namdevco to all the homes that's locked on. Thank you very much to our listeners. This has been Agribusiness Innovation here on Freedom 106.5 FM. Tune in next week as we bring you another installment of the show. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5.